0: Let's get back to the Connor Happer Show on 1620
1: The Zone. All
2: right, let's go live up to the CBS uh, sports booth as we prepare for the a do or die possession. Jim? For the potential of back to back Super Bowls, which doesn't ever happen. Here we go. Here's Jim Nance and Tony Romo live on camera. Jim Nance. He, he goes into his soft, you know, narrative voice. He goes, you know, they say 20 years is a generation. And Tony's just standing over there with this big, weird smile on his face. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. Wow, 20 years? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Jim Nance is about to shoot into this whole thing about Mahomes and generational
1: quarterbacks. And Tony Romo was just like, whoa, 20 years is a generation? To be completely transparent, that's what I said in my living room to my TV. <laughs> but shouldn't but, have been said on but, international broadcast. But no, had I been in Tony Romo's shoes, I would not have stepped. You probably should have just shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: definitely would have.
1: And they, whenever they go up there to the booth, he's just sitting there with that
2: smile on his face. He's like, he's he's not smiling. He's just going like this. If, you, if you're watching along with us on the stream, look at me. Look at me right now. That's Tony Romo. All the time. He just has that look on his face. His <laughs> mouth is shut, and he's just smiling, but it's like a straight-across smile. You know? It's just <laughs> Why does he always look like that? I don't know. But, but, Tony, Tony knew the overtime rules, apparently, We'll discuss that in a second. Okay, and how the clock basically doesn't matter at all, and we we know that he knew this because he waited until there was eight seconds left in the game in overtime to tell us this, and his explanation of it dragged into the Super Bowl winning call by Jim Nantz. I started thinking about this, Josh, when when the Chiefs crossed the fifty yard line. There's about four and a half minutes left, and I thought. What happens if they run out of time like they, they, they don't they don't seem to have any urgency to them right mm-hmm. now. Like what happens if they run out of time? They're not taking and then it got closer and closer and they weren't taking any timeouts like what do you do? And so I started checking Twitter and looking around. I didn't specifically ask anybody and everyone seemed to think that the game just ended when they got to zero. They had run, that, that they would ran out of, run out of time, and I, I that's what I was sort of going off of. So it was amazing to me that they weren't calling any timeouts. And then Tony finally comes in. And he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, guys, the clock doesn't matter. It goes. This is just like the first quote unquote quarter of overtime, and everybody gets their full possession. They get to finish their full possession. It took 15 minutes to finish the two possessions of that game. And so we ran into a situation last night where the most important people, including the broad the, the, the broadcast analyst um, who I assume was told in his headset by a producer at that moment and then took way too long to explain it. and the entire San Francisco 49ers didn't know how overtime worked. In this yeah. new post Josh Allen, uh, you
1: know Josh Allen got screwed gate. I think it's okay to not know the clock thing. Not knowing the scoring, it—I mean, this isn't just hindsight. It—you should really know the rules of the football game if you're a football player and coach. And the Chiefs, meanwhile, I mean, there—like I said, there was a bit of—there was a calm to them. They practiced it in training camp. They practiced camp and it have... in training cha- training training camp. They knew exactly what to do. They knew exactly what situation they were in. They even said they were going to go for two. Had San Francisco scored yeah. a. A touchdown. Yeah. And they
2: were amazingly happy. They were amazingly happy when the San Francisco 49ers won the toss in overtime and decided to receive the football. They were like, oh, interesting decision. What do you do? Because what happens is, regardless of if the 49ers score or not, on their first possession, Kansas Kansas City gets one, and they get the advantage of not even having the punt at all. Mm-hmm. They They don't. So you have now, instead of three downs and a punt, to prevent a first down, which is just in essence three downs, you have all four downs.
0: You've given get, Patrick
2: Mahomes get, more chances yes. at this. You, and and they used it, they converted one fourth down in the final drive or two. Uh, I think it was just the one. I think it was I know it was at least one. And it was the one way back on their own, uh-huh. you know, 20, 25 yard yeah. line. Yeah, I think it was just the one. And they got to another third and short at sometime at some point and that's where Pat when the, you know, did the little RPO keeper thing um but yeah, I mean it, that that was sort of the story of the game last night, at least as it got to overtime. That and, that and punts, of course. And 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 you know we could talk about the broadcast. This is like a split off point, I guess. We could continue to talk about the. Bro- Do you have anything more to say
1: about the broadcast? One of the game? fourth down conversion on the final drive. Um, I guess we're required by sports media law to discuss the score bug. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it was too simple. I, I love simple. It was too simple. I didn't like the font of SF and KC. Yeah. Felt like Just uh, put a team logo on there. Call yeah, it good. Yeah, the rest of it's fine. Um, but no, other than that, no, was, no real broadcast qualms. It was, it was those two.
2: Um, and you're gonna see a lot of thoughts about a lot of Tony Romo think pieces coming out today. What did I tell you? I can't wait till Monday. We're gonna talk about Tony Romo doing a super, I, mm-hmm. like it happened. Right? He's I'm talking done about... three of them already. <laughs> I know. I know. You would you would not think that, Josh. <laughs> You would not think that
1: Jim certainly doesn't approach it that way. To some extent, they have to be okay with his aloofness. So this is kind of, this this is
2: the draw. The draw of Tony Romo is the boyish wonder that he has to everything. But when you have the boyish wonder and you are so, you are so like, he's so locked in on every single play, right? Every single play means everything we missed these giant themes of the game, these giant overarching things. And you know, it's like, I think you have to include both on the broadcast. It was disjointed. They stepped on each other. Um, you know, I think they sometimes try too hard to do the buddy buddy thing. Mm-hmm. Love you, bud. Love you, pal. Yeah,
1: at the beginning they were going real hard with like, yeah. "Hey, it's our sixth Super Bowl together, friend." Yeah. And Tony went, "Oh yeah, it's my third personally, pal." So I I'm just, like, "Okay, this is weird." And 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 Nance doesn't know what to do with it sometimes, yeah. and he he gets worse because
2: of it. So Romo gets all locked in on the play and he misses the big picture stuff, and that's that's some of it is a draw with him and. A lot of it is a takeaway, and so mm-hmm. I am. You know, it was it wasn't it wasn't real pretty last night. Not the expectation of a Super Bowl broadcast, you know. Like they they did fine. Yeah, they they they, they, they did, did find, fine. They
1: called the things they were supposed to call, but yeah, I would have liked a little more critiquing of certain things. There was like... a
2: couple iffy calls in there
1: that you're just like, oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That's the one. The I mean, they seem to laugh at Travis Kelsey walking the sidelines like an unhinged psycho, knocking over his,
2: yeah. his head coach. Just kind of sloughed it off. Like, oh. Same thing with Greenlaw tearing his Achilles. Uh huh. Like just kind of oh okay. What's the next thing? What's so that's the approach of the
1: broadcast. Kyle Shanahan because that's his the third ten point lead in a Super
2: Bowl. <laughs> yeah. that's the approach of the broadcast, and that's the because that's the approach of Romo. He's just so every single... like. If I did a Super Bowl, I would be the same way, but I'm not doing a Super Bowl. I'm right. not, not going to do a Super Bowl. And so, like, you know, there is the expectation that there's kind of everything encapsulated into into the moment. Not just saying, oh, this is for the Super Bowl, Jim. This is for the Super Bowl, Jim. But, like, okay, yeah. wh- why? Like, wh- why is this the most important play you've ever seen in your life? Explain it to me very succinctly and then get out of the way and let Jim Nance do his thing. So there's my broadcast critiques. With that being said, Patrick Mahomes is indeed inevitable. Thanos. He's Thanos. He he is. Um Shanahan, you know, on the back to the overtime thing, he said after the game. <laughs> something i can't believe the quote was we wanted the ball third this this was his explanation Whoa. for receiving the football in overtime he said we wanted the ball third and the you know it's hey if if we go down and score and then they go down and score we wanted the ball after that when it flips over because then it becomes sudden death Okay. And I thought um a Kyle you you galaxy brained that yeah, a little
1: bit too much. That's the exact phrase I was <laughs> thinking of. Okay.
2: You ga- you uh-huh. you galaxy brained a little bit too much.
1: Wow. I didn't I, I hadn't heard that until you just said I it. I
2: saw the quote this morning in an ESPN story and I was like, uh, really? That's what he said? That was the explanation for it?
1: Now, if I may, just Hearing that quote for the first time just now feels like a great way to cover your ass instead of saying, I didn't know the rules.
2: <laughs> I and you know, they he didn't go too deep on that. A couple of the players did. They kind of told on him. <laughs> They're like, Yeah, but I mean, we just didn't we we I didn't
1: I actually didn't know that. We've talked about this before twenty years. I actually didn't know that. We've talked about this. <laughs> I'm always amazed when I, a viewer of the product, know the rules better than the people whose livelihoods depend on knowing the rules. Yep. Like Donovan McNabb back in the day didn't know if NFL game could end in a tie. And I'm like, really? Have yeah. You, have you never watched football before? I don't know. And you know, but I, think there was now, a, I didn't know all the rules last night. But, there was
2: a level of confusion for everybody last night mm-hmm. because the overtime rules had changed. And I mean... Is that the first overtime playoff game we've had since the Josh Allen-Patrick Mahomes incident It is of 2021? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so we all had to see it in action the first time. And, um, you know, it became... So I hadn't adjusted my brain yet. When San Francisco said, yeah, we want the football, we're going to receive the football, I thought, oh, yeah, it's overtime. They want to receive the football. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about it for eight seconds more, and I was like, wait a minute, don't they want to kick the football here? If they're guaranteed a possession, uh-huh. don't you want to know what you need? Right, which is always the thought in the college overtime uh-huh. rule. We would like to play defense first. That way, we can either a you know best case scenario win it with a turnover or get the ball back and get a field goal and just call it good, aka Nebraska in every every overtime they've ever played in. Um, or b get a field goal to tie in a safety net situation, mm-hmm. or c. Get a touchdown and win, and you get a touchdown maybe go for two. So like you, like and, you said, Josh, you know what you have to
1: get. And also, in a math equation, when you're playing Russian roulette with Patrick Mahomes, don't hand him more bullets. <laughs> That's he will do. shoot you in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got it going. They got it going, man. Last night. So here's the big picture thing from the from the football side of things. By the way, on on Shanahan, Joel says, "Hi, Joel." Talk about making chess out of checkers. <laughs> I had to read that like 3 times. I'm like, "Oh, whoa. You whoa, that's what you went with there?" <laughs> Ugh, yikes. Um, but big picture, that game was about San Francisco doing nothing on offense while
1: Kansas City was doing nothing nothing on offense. God, they had so many chances. They could have won that game 35 to 10 if they wanted to. Once again, that's another that's another big picture
2: Kind of thing that was just missed mm-hmm. throughout the broadcast. Yep. The story was like we: there are things, there are absolutes that we know going into the football game, and that it's going to be difficult for both offenses. But one offense has Patrick Mahomes, and so there's a time limit. There's an expiration date on when on how long you could hold him down. There's just a time limit on. And he's going to make plays, whether it's with his legs to open things up or, you know, find Kelsey and put it right on the dot or run screens out because they both have him and a great play designer who doesn't give a rip. And that's that's Andy Reid. So there's a there's a time limit. It's a ticking time bomb. We can keep them down, but there's a limit to how long we can do it. So while we're doing it, while we're keeping them down, we have to take advantage and all I saw from the 49ers was punt, 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 punt run. You know, I mean, it was – how how many three and outs did we go back to back to back to back at one point during that, like, second quarter? It was it was cr- our first quarter, I guess. Um, you just can't do it to Mahomes the whole game. You knew that they were going to make their run. You have to take advantage when you have the ball. And so that was kind of the big picture story of, of the game for me. Like you said, Josh. I mean, if and they wanted to like you have Brock Purdy and I felt like at times they knew they had Brock Purdy. And so what it looks like after the game is that you were just trying to tread water this whole time where you really should have been aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, you you really should have done it. And it what it looks like statistically is a game that San Francisco should not have lost. But they lost it by not grabbing it. Yeah. They 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 lost it by not taking it. Chiefs. And that's that's the real I mean, those are the games that hurt the most to lose. Just like, man, I, I don't think we did anything wrong. I don't think San Francisco did anything wrong. I mean they No You know, they missed the extra point, or they you know the extra point came out low. Sure. McCaffrey fumbled, you know,
1: the, the other guy the, fumbled. The the punt fumble. Yeah, the
2: punt fumble. But like you you at the very least went like even on mistakes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we thought the Chiefs had the special teams advantage going in. The 49ers looked like the team with the special teams advantage for the majority of the game, and I mean they were doing a great job deep punts, covering
1: punts, and that's what it became about for a long portion. And they just they they didn't they didn't go grab it. I I never thought Shanahan was being his usual conservative self. Even uh, I th- I think it was their fourth-quarter touchdown drive where they – no, it couldn't have been that. It was, There was a time where he could have take, kicked a field goal and tied the game. And I said, you got to tie the game. Tie the game. Tie the game. Yeah. And they didn't. They went for it, and they ended up scoring. So, yeah, it must have been their touchdown drive. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, an abnormally aggressive play from Kyle Shanahan. Good, yeah. good job from him. Yeah. And uh, it just felt like they felt that pressure. Yeah, they
2: they really were were kind of overcome by the pressure of like, yeah, I, I know who is on the other side. And they lost a lot of guys. I mean, they got a lot of guys hurt throughout that game. Mm-hmm. Kittle D- was 100
1: percent. Debo wasn't 100 percent. Yeah. George Kittle went and got that uh, looked in the locker room by Dr. Torbital. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Big old needle. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Needle. Z-
2: <laughs> and, you know. Same thing probably with Debo and the hamstring, and then uh, the Greenlaw freak Achilles thing was unbelievable.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> I couldn't believe McCaffrey did. I, I, you you watch full 49ers games, and you're like, how's Mc- Christian McCaffrey's legs not broken in half every single game? <laughs> he does want one of those last night where he got he got sort of wrapped around and his leg was underneath the guy, and it was you know pointed the wrong direction. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is not good. And he just gets up. Just gets up. He does that. Every, mm-hmm. He does that once a game. I'm like, oh no, he's dead.
1: <laughs> His leg is snapped in two. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the going back to the 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 chances that the Niners' offense had. I mean, how many times did Chris Jones seemingly single handedly keep the Chiefs in the game? Well, especially on the third down, Havoc.
2: the third down in overtime. Uh-huh. That was the game changing play. They, that that won the Chiefs the Super Bowl. If, fans, if you want to boil it down
1: to that, you just you just gonna let him walk. Well, you you just going to let you're just going to let that guy walk. There's only so much you can do. I know. They got a lot of free agents coming <laughs> up
2: this off season. And he um you might miss that next year. Yeah. Yeah. But well, Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. Yeah, we're about to see that theory put to the test. They they just keep losing guys, they just keep winning the Super Bowl. Uh we will discuss Patrick Mahomes and his legacy mm. as we go on throughout the sh- show today. Also, Uh, Usher Takes. Good, good. Love in this club just does it for me. (laughs) Also Rollerblades and Alicia Keys. Really hit all the bullet points last night.
1: That's what you wanted to see.
2: Uh, Let's come back. Let's hear from A.I. Schaefer quickly. Okay. And then, you know, in the place of regular Schaefer. And then, of course, I'll take you a little bit behind the scenes on uh, the events of at Pinnacle Bank Arena yesterday. What a... what. What a day. And yeah, I I, as you could tell, maybe from some activity yesterday on Twitter, I'm I'm gonna take my time and dunk on some people. So get ready for that.
1: I think that's what we're all here for
2: today. Not not the Super Bowl wrap-up. I'm I'm good and fired up. I'm
1: good and fired up.
2: That's that's for sure. So we'll have all that coming on the Connor Hamper show on 1620
0: the zone. Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully it ends up in your hands.